The new Mick Crispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available after 10.30am. Jess and Ducko. This is the Jess and Ducko podcast. Oh, happy Monday, team. Welcome to the podcast. Goodness gracious. We had poor... Are we doing Call of Fame of the Year? Yeah, we are. We're oh. going to do that. So you get every Call of Fame of the Week, and they're in the, the with the running. So they should be not 52, because we're not on every week of the No, year. but 30-something. Yeah, yeah. We had a contender today, Ducko. Huge contender. Early in the program. But it's all about the delivery, isn't it? It is. So yeah. dry. So dry. So dry. So dry. And just matter of fact. Yeah. Mm. Just. Oh, I can't fun. wait. I, I, I want you to skip over this and just get to her. But you, you've you got to, to work. You've got, you've got to work your way listen, out. Because you need the context. And... You do. <sighs> How do you order the uh, podcast, Producer Shy Guy? Do you. Do you do it in chronological order? Yeah. So the order of the show flow. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. And the reason for that is a lot of people miss our six o'clock hour. So it's the first thing they get in the podcast. Oh, so smart. Which is good, I think. That is very good. And we don't want to ruin our vibe, because then you can hear us get progressively more loopy. Totally. You know? Do you put the whole show in there, Shy Guy? Not the hook breaks at the top of hours. Yep. Alpha Bucks is, if I remember to put it in. Yep. Um, because it doesn't... So me- mental notes itself, yeah. don't have some zingers in the in the hook breaks because they're not going anywhere oh, else. If, if, so, if, so, if those breaks do turn into more than like two minutes long, they'll go in. Which they, Which can. they often do. Yeah, we can, we can, we can run wild. like JT New York City, it's like, eh. Yeah, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Just a live blah, show blah, blah, thing. Blah. Totally. Yeah. But yes, one of the great shows. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're really doing good work for Monday. As a whole, I let's, think. Let's all go around and say something good about us. Yeah. Um, you go, Ducko. No, I think, you know, as far as Mondays go, that's up there with one of the better ones. I agree, Shy Guy. I've I've edited the podcast, and I was actually thinking this about 10 minutes ago. Oh, wow, that's huge One of our better podcasts. That's massive. Huge. He doesn't ever say that stuff. He, there have been questions from those closest to us yeah. whether this man likes I us know. at all. Yes. I'm going to put yeah, this as, yeah. Your mum. Yeah. <laughs> who's closer? Me. Maybe my husband. <laughs> and Ducko. <laughs> She's questioned whether you... Like us as yeah, people. Yeah, that's as the board. camera's fault. That's not mine. Yeah. I mean, you do, when the camera cuts, you do always look a bit How like, does the camera cut to him Jay's. when he's know. silently? Because I'm typing. It must pick it up. It, I mean, I'm breathing on it. I don't know. You are a heavy typer. You've admitted I that. Yeah. I, I don't hear you typing. Not over here. Mm. I don't you're see too it. far away. Yeah. The mics pick it up. Pick it's it up. funny how being on this side of the desk is so separate. Like, Do you feel far away from us? I do. you do. feel disconnected? I often can't see you because of the camera. Yeah, the camera, it's like, and the, it's the height yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, I know. Don't, yeah, don't. I, I, I always see this to be, there's a screen in front of Jess and I. That needs to be Ducko's camera. What if I just do this? Oh. Hello. Look at this. There Hang on, it's go. squishing my legs. We're okay. Lower your chair. Look at this. All the oh, I, I feel again. like I'm like a giant child. I don't know if I like this. I feel like I'm at an office desk. It does feel very small. I'm okay doesn't? with it because I can see you now. I feel yeah. like I need a monitor. You just need to in lower your me. chair a bit. Look no, at this. the chair shall not change. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is quite fun. I don't like it. I feel so like tall. Is this what it feels like to be big? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you I've, just regularly size. I've just lowered the desk for those for those listening. Yes, we were we did have quite a high desk because Look at me stand up. <laughs> You That's no, you're that. pushing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have seen your face. You were like, like, holy you, hell. Why are you so, why am I straining so my neck? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, this is fun. Now you can see me. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, okay. But look how hunched Shy Guy has yeah, because he's such a lurch. So like, you're so, so tall. tall. You're so tall. Yeah, well, I can just lower the chair. Hang on. Let's really just get this right. No, but now I can't see you. We need yeah. to. I can still see you, though. You don't need to see What if I lower my chair? No, because then you go back to looking like a little boy. I don't. <laughs> a toddler in the studio. Whee! Does your mic even drop that low? Like, oh, okay, it does. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I, know, I, I do appreciate everyone listening to the podcast. It's very visual. It's very visual, but you get it. I think uh, we're describing it well. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, enjoy the show and enjoy our Call of Fame of the Year contender. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll raise the desk. <laughs> Thank you so much. Jess and Ducko. Hey, Jess, I know you are familiar with bushes. You've come out and often said. I've weed in a bush. That's so, right. I, I am at one with my nature. I get that. Mm. I understand that. But are you. Are you I like, may have had laser from my eyebrows down. Yeah. How's that all going? Is that still good? Yes, yeah, good. Thank you. No growth back? No. And I know we were worried about all that collectively yeah. um, because I took so many hair growth pills yes. for the wedding trying to get my. And you thought head, you were going to grow back down there. Then, but no, it's all sort of plateaued out. Oh, that's good. Lucky. There you go. Mm. Um, well, Naomi Lewis, she's a mother of four. Uh, she lives up in Cairns. She was mountain biking. She loves a mountain bike. Oh, she likes to get out in amongst it. Out amongst nature. She was mountain biking uh, in some shorts, okay? Vital for the story. Uh, as she was coming down the mountain, she came off. She was coming down the <laughs> mountain. mountain. <laughs> she she could not said here if she's got laser or not, so I'm not sure in that situation, but I think she, her legs were hairless. Okay. She came down. She fell off her bike. She was fine. However, she grazed over a plant. Now, this plant is actually an older sister of the nettle stinging plant. <sighs> 
You've got nettle and stinging in the one title there. Yep. That's not a good combination. This plant's name's called the Gimpy Gimpy plant. Um, okay. Yeah, which is, it also goes by, I swear, suicide plant and stingy bush. So, so I mean, it's, it's, who has named this? When you started with Gimpy Gimpy, <laughs> yeah. my mind went to It's So Nice, they named it twice. Oh, there you go. But then when you look at its nicknames, yeah. Suicide, suicide and plant's not good. Stingy Stingy Bush. It's like bush. a scientist called it Gimpy Gimpy Plant, and then someone who's actually been stung by it's like, that's a suicide bush. That's a suicide bush. And then some dude's like, hmm, Stingy Bush. Stingy Bush. So the Stingy Bush apparently does what we said. It, it gives you feelings of impending doom. It stings so bad. It puts little stingers all in your body, like little fine little things oh all in your God, body. Oh, my God. So not only is it a physical thing, it's that's messing with your head. Messes with your head. Apparently, it's like burning. So this Naomi said she's given birth to, uh, birth to four kids. She said this was much more painful. <gasps> then childbirth four times over. Jesus. She said she would prefer to give birth than to have this um, stingy bush sting her again. And we have this in Australia. Is it native? It's, it's native. Yeah. Okay. It must be just up there. Yep. Um, so she got, she got stung. It was so bad. Her husband was with her. Her husband's like, I don't know what we can do. she wasn't on her own. I know. The husband goes, I don't know what we can do. Husband Richard can't write this stuff. Dick's trying to fix the stingy bush situation. Not I with mean, his Johnson. No, well, no. Is he, is he treating it like a jellyfish attack? <laughs> Honey, take your clothes. I'm just going to pee on you. What? No. His name's Dick, for goodness sake. Come <laughs> on. Do what you're meant to do, Dick. Do what you're put on this earth to do. Here's no. what Dick did do. And I think this is out of the box from Dick's. Okay. He thought, well, geez, there's a bunch of little stingers in you. Let's go take you home, get your NADS wax removal kit, and wax it off and rip them out. Oh, my God. I actually... That doesn't feel like that dumb of an idea. It doesn't idea. feel like that dumb of an idea. Apparently, it didn't work as okay. such. Uh, but hey, I, points for trying so for Dick. So not only is she in excruciating pain yeah. from the gimpy gimpy plant, yeah. now she has to suffer the wax. The wax from Dick. Because <laughs> that also <laughs> would be like, I'll just do another one. <laughs> She's like, no. From a, from someone who I imagine doesn't have that much experience in pulling off the wax strips, yep. that probably was causing Naomi even more issues. She'd been getting more frustrated <laughs> at it. It was probably doing that thing that they, some of those hair removals were at half rips off. Oh. The whole thing doesn't come. Yep. Had to go to hospital. Uh, she was hospitalized for a few months. How's this? So for this months? Well, this actually happened in June last year, and she's still feeling side effects. So it said some people can get affected for days, some are weeks, some are months, and then some take years. Jesus, it's not worth going out into nature. <laughs> You've just turned me off going out into nature. Apparently she can't sleep at night because the stingy itchiness. Oh There's not a lot God. she can do for it. you just got to let it ride its cause. So next time you are cycling in nature, you wash out for the stingy bush. Sit, watch There's out a picture the... of it just in case you want to see. It looks like every other bush I've ever seen, Ducko. You're showing <laughs> yeah. me a picture of a leaf. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. It does. It just looks like a, a love heart-shaped leaf. <laughs> Literally, which is what every leaf looks like. It does. Like. It's green. I can't I can't really help you much more than that. Okay. Be warned. Be warned. It's out there. The stingy bush is out there. And, oh, and we don't all have a dick on our side with creative ideas. That's so true. <laughs> That's 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 good from you. No, thank you. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. In the NRL world, of course, footy's back. That's right. Uh, kicked off, a new season kicked off, but it kicked off in Las Vegas, Nevada. I know, NRL's gone global, baby. And I was very uh, hesitant about this. I thought, geez, they're biting off more than they can chew here, the NRL. They put a lot of money into going over there. Lots of fans went over, which was cool. The stadium was about 40,000, 41,000. Not a complete sellout, but... A fair few people there, Aussies, UK expats, and all that sort of gear. Is the idea to get American fans? American eyeballs on the game. Okay. So they got the, the the biggest thing was they got American TV coverage. Oh, so okay. it would switch from their college basketball. It would come to the NRL, and they'd be like, "What's this sport?" And they're was, like, "Hang on a minute, we've just had the Super Bowl where our boys wear yep. the big pads and full helmets, yep. and now we're watching some Aussie boys bash each other up." And that's what they were saying. Some of the Americans <laughs> were commenting online on like Twitter and X and stuff like that, being like, "Everything from animals to to their." own sports can kill you in 100%. Australia. <laughs> uh, but the Aussies look great over there. They're in fine form. Uh, I haven't seen too much, you know, NRL players being naughty or misbehaving just yet. I was waiting for the headlines, Ducko. So far, so good. Yeah. Uh, but we do cross to a man who was there, good friend of the show, uh, Dan Nielsen. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jess Ducko. How are we? Yeah, fantastic. Dan, where are you? Are you like the MGM or <laughs> what, what? Caesars <laughs> Palace? <laughs> I, um, out of one of the two, you've got it pretty much spot on. I'm at the NGN ground. So you're <laughs> cool. If you're going to do it, do it right, what, I dare. What time is it, Dan? Uh, the time is 11.30 a.m. Okay. Uh, in Vegas time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I love you both so much and so dearly, I've, I've set me alarm. Oh, and, got uh, up. God love you. Now, <laughs> have you had much sleep? How was the game? Did you pull an all-nighter? Talk us through the vibe of everything. 
Uh, you know me, I'm a sensible man, so I was home at a reasonable hour, maybe like two, maybe two hours ago. Um, <laughs> Great. That's good. a big day of sport, man. Big day of sport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and how was no, it in there? It was, it was amazing, Ducko. Like the, uh, it was kind of similar vibes to like a magic round. So the magic round is where, you know, all eight teams play at Suncorp Stadium mm-hmm. across a weekend. Similar vibe to that. And also... I'm not ruling out like a state of origin atmosphere. It was incredible. Yes, it wasn't a sellout, but it was actually an amazing experience. And I feel like, you know, a full round of applause for the NRL and Peter Valenis for pulling that off. It was amazing. Dan, part of my ignorance, does this actually count for these teams? Like the yeah. ones that won, this is this is this wasn't some yeah. sort of exhibition. This is actually their game yep. and points and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's mm. correct. Uh, yeah, correct, Jess. So they made it like, it was called round zero. So obviously <laughs> you got round one, round twenty seven. They actually called it round zero. So these two teams won't actually play next weekend, but the remaining uh, 15 clubs or whatever it is, uh, forgive me for my math, but um, yeah, God, trying to do math this time of morning. I'm yeah. myself. After the night we'll you have. We'll forgive you, we'll forgive you. <laughs> actually, call, actually, you can call me Ray, man. Remember stats me in these casinos. Oh, yeah. and, okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, mate, the games were high quality too. For a season one, uh, for round one, the games round were- Round zero. Round, sorry, yeah, sorry, my apologies. <laughs> for round zero, nothing should have been expected. I thought the games were really good, Dan. The quality of footy was uh, really, really good. I was really impressed with the Manly Seagulls, especially with um, number six, Luke Brooks. So Luke Brooks, for many people know, and he's been in the NRL for 10 years now. He's never played finals footy. He's been at the West Tigers. And yeah. we all know if you're an NRL supporter, the Tigers. Um, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I was really, really impressed with him. And it was good to see him have a smile on his face because, you know, he's been through a lot the last um, few years, especially with fans and backlash and, you know, what, what that top club has put him through. So to see him go out and perform like he did yesterday, as a night, like, you know, you don't want to see Manly win, but it can go well. Mm. And Dan, talk us through, like, did you see the players after the game? Were you partying out there and you were walking past the boys? You know, any of the stories? Come on, give us something. God, what is, do we want to scoop? Do we want to scoop? <laughs> we, we want, want to scoop. scoop. We want to scoop. Here. No, no um, international media outlet has been able to give us the truth yeah. of what went on in yeah. Vegas. But, Dan, you're our man on the ground. Did you, what, like, were they all tucked up in bed by 8 p.m. or something? Well, actually... Did not see any of the players out. Um, I, f- I feel like what the clubs have done, you know, they've put them, put them in a private booth somewhere and just locked them away. Yeah, and yeah probably. For, for, for good reason, because we're rugby league players, <laughs> not, um, you know. Moral. Not, 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 I'm trying to think, trying to think yeah. of the word. Yeah, good. Go on. Priest. <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm trying not to get his cancer right now. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, okay, so that, that well behaved. Now, my last question for you is, you've obviously been there on the ground. Are the Americans taking to it? Are they mm. taking it? The Aussies being there, they're taking the NRL. They, they, they're loving it. Um, and, you know, it's actually so good to have conversations with the locals over here because they genuinely seem interested and, like, wanting to learn more about the game and even speaking to a few after it, the people who actually paid their money to go and see it, like just talking to them, they're like, they're so amazed by the talent and like, you know, these players are absolute athletes, you know? Mm. And um, like you, I don't know, you can see over like Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, last night, there was so many like different tweets and that about the game. One of my favorite ones, um, some guy comments like, oh, these Manly Seagull players, they're really, really good. But, how come there was one wearing a black and white jersey and that was the referee? <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're learning. They're, they're getting learning. It. They're learning. Yeah, they've yeah. got a taste for it now, well, which is so cool. I even saw there was NFL scouts there looking at the talent. Oh, Yeah, 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 looking wow. at the talent to see yeah, if there's any potential uh, crossover candidates. Yeah. So it's interesting. But, Dan, mate, thanks so much for joining us uh, in Vegas. What did you say? You were the MGM. You go MGM and, Grand. Yeah, you enjoy yourself, big fella. How many nights you left there? Oh, I've got one more night here, and then we're off to San Diego. Oh, so, beautiful. Oh. Put it all on yeah, bread. Yeah, Put, yeah. yeah go bread on bread for Jess and Ducko. <laughs> go bet for us. <laughs> all on bread. No worries. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Do you have a naughty name? Do you know a naughty name? Maybe you've worked with someone or yep. taught someone. I really want to hear from someone who wanted to name their kids something until, you know, 
Someone Cousin told Diane them. went, whoa, whoa. Hey, do you know what that means? That's a little bit of a naughty name. Do you know what that means in Spanish? It's like recently we told the story of the woman who named her, her daughter, what she thought, a tribute to her grandfather and grandmother by combining their names, oh, yes. which were Harvey and Charlotte, and she named the daughter Harlot, not realising that Harlot is sort of a ye olde term for um, lady of the night. a promiscuous lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, there now we have another one, Ducko. Good. A woman named Sam. Samantha. Samantha. Thinking, well, that's pretty standard. Samantha has gone viral after sharing how at a recent workplace that she worked in an office, HR had to get involved and say, Sam, don't think we can use your name in your work email anymore. She's like, this is not the first time it's happened. And I'm actually in the process of applying for another job. And I'm trying to work out how they work their emails out, the the company-wide emails, how they structure them, because I'm just going to keep facing the same issue. Her name is Samantha Hart. Hart spelled H-A-R-T. Okay, it's a pretty normal name. Pretty normal name. Pretty standard. Pretty Anglo. You know, how can this be misconstrued? Yeah. Well, at multiple office jobs that Samantha has had, they do the email structure where they just take the first initial mm. of her first name ah. and the full surname. Right. No dots in between, no underscores. So Samantha Hart becomes Shart at office.com. Shart. And that's just a bad one. It's a bad one. And she's actually had HR come to her and say, look, we were just setting up your emails. We know you're a new employee. Welcome. Um, We're going to have to call you Sam Hart or something at (laughs) insertoffice.com because we don't really want Shart at whatever in uh, representing our, our company. They've pulled up Shart. They pulled up Shart. Now, I can sort of relate in year 12, you yeah. know, where you get your, your rugby jumper with your, your, back, with, your, name, with your name on it. Back, yeah. Well, we could pick a nickname or you could just have your name. Um, the first four letters of my surname, Ducko. Farch. Well, first four letters. F-A-R-C. Correct. I wanted just F-A-R-C, and I had to get pulled into the year 12 coordinator's office saying, you can't have... Was that trying to be even funny? I was trying to be funny, oh. but I was like, but that's actually the first four letters of my surname, miss. Like, I'm not making up a silly, you know, kind of naughty-sounding nickname. Yeah. She went, add the H, and you can be Farch. <laughs> I was like, but I don't want to be Farch. No, I want to be... Screw you, miss. Screw you, miss. <laughs> um, but people have rallied around Shart. Shartsy. And she said, uh, one guy has said, my name is Chris Littman. Um, but at some office places, it's been Clitman. <laughs> oh, no. See Littman. Clitman. Oh, see, can you blow it at Clits and see what he's up to? And another woman has said, I feel you with the heart. And her first initial is also S. Her name's Sue, but her surname's Heartlove. So she's been Shartlove. Shartlove. <laughs> I love these. There's a, there's another one uh, doing a 131060 if you have one. Naughty yeah. name. Pink tickets up for grabs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a name that doesn't work. It yeah. gets you into trouble. Uh, there's a bloke called. His first name is Sam and his last name is Sung. Samsung. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Samsung. He works at Apple. <laughs> I mean, you can't. How do you get the job? You can't, right. He, he's a specialist at Apple and his name is Samsung. Uh, there's an American college lecturer and his last name is Perv. That's just, that's unfortunate. Professor Perv. Mr. Perv. Oh. Mr. Perv. Professor Perv. No matter what you put in front of Perv, it's not good. It's not good. You know what he needs to do? Put the accent on the E. Perve, <laughs> Not as bad. No, I'll stop you there. I'm Perve. <laughs> um, and there's always the classic uh, P. Ennis. That's right. PNS, you yeah. see that? P- you really P- need the email to be Peter in that regard. You really, yeah, Peter would be the one you want yeah. moving forward. Yes. I always have that mate I grew up, went to school with, and his name was Eric Chan. And then they'd call it out on assembly, and it would sound like erection. And <sighs> teenage boys would just really get a rise out of that. That Yeah, that's where you really need a co-ed school, um, <laughs> just to balance out that sort of humour, yes, you know? Yes, yeah. you very much do. <laughs> Uh, 13, 10, 60, naughty names. Do you have a naughty name? Yeah. Do you have a name that gets you in trouble? Do you work with one? Have you taught one? If you work with Shartsy. If you work with Shartsy. Or PNS. Oh, that's just... Uh... Goodness me. <laughs> Give us a call. Uh, we'll get you on Pink Tickets Up for Grabs. We'll do it on the other side of this. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. We're asking you right now, 13, 10, 60... Naughty names. That's right. Samantha Hart, she's a content creator, but she also has an office job. She's had multiple, Ducko. Well, before you can really make it in content creating, you've got to work in that office, man. You've got to pay your dues, baby. You've got to pay your dues. Um, But she's saying that, look, the issue I often face in the office environment is the email structure that a lot of companies employ. They take the first initial from your first name and then you have your whole surname. So it'll be, you know, for us, it would be like... I'm Nallon Duckett. You'd be Nallon Duckett at sca.com.au. You, I would be Jay Farcioni. But for Samantha Hart, she becomes Shart Shartsy. at sca.com.au. People have come to her her support. Uh, we have Clitman, 
Um, that's Clint. Chris Littman. See, Clitman's worse because that's that's a legit. Shard is kind of a made up term, right? It is. It's not a real word, is it? I well. I don't know if it's in the dictionary. I feel like Macquarie gets quite loose towards the end. It does of the get year. a bit it loose. Probably has been entered really into the dictionary. Um, Sue Hartlove says, "I share the same issue, Samantha. She becomes Shart Love." Can't um, be doing that. But on thirteen ten sixty, we want to know naughty names. Do you have one? Uh, have you interacted with one? We go to Melinda. Good morning, Mel. Good morning. Uh, you had a student with a bit of a naughty name. Yes, um, award ceremonies were very awkward. Yeah. Her name was Jenna Hill. Now, I thought that was like a, a joke one, you know, like Wayne Kerr. But yeah, you yeah. actually worked with a Jenna Till. No, no, that's legit. Oh, there you go. Did you have to say it really <laughs> slow? Like Jenna Till, like really put a, yes. a break in between? Definitely a long pause. Yeah, a long massive pause. long pause. That's where you go. You know, people, baby names is one of the biggest conversations you'll have in your life. Yeah. No one flagged that one no with one. Jenna's parents. Mum and dad just that got through the keeper, did it? They, they got through loved, a few they keepers. They loved the name Jenna and... They just went for it. So they went for it. Uh, Anne-Marie on 131060. Naughty names, Anne-Marie. Uh, my maiden name is Cock, C-O-C-K. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it works with anything then, doesn't it? Really it really does. Anne-Marie at school, I can imagine no <laughs> kid Cock. wanted to latch onto that. No nah. one talked about it. You really just skated through. <laughs> no, not really. Does that mean you're, so your family's the Cocks? No S, yes, but yes. Yeah, yeah. As a collective, though, I see. Yeah. And when you put the when you put the family together on the couch, like yeah. when you're calling your family in at night to watch, you know, you, the ne- next episode of Mash or something, Amory, do you say, "Come on, kids, let's get the cocks in here"? Yes, definitely. Amory, <laughs> you got to lean into it, don't you? Don't you? With people like Ducko out there, you got to lean into it. I'm sorry, Ed. I'm sorry, Amory. You're a good sport. Thank you, well, Amory. You have a chance to win pink tickets, so <laughs> yes, appreciate you, you getting involved. I love you, Amory. Uh, Jordan, you grew up with a guy with a with a bit of a naughty name. I did indeed. Mm. Uh, you've beaten me. You've beaten me to it, actually. Oh. His name actually was Wayne Kerr. No, no I don't believe you. You're was just it? trying to win pink tickets. You made that up. Nope, legit. Nah. I grew up with him. Went to high school. Wayne Kerr. Actually, that's such a. Did Wayne's parents not say the name in its entirety? Oh, they not heard the joke. They not heard the well, joke. Maybe I Jordan. have. I have no idea. But they, yeah, obviously didn't take into account the fact that he got picked on a lot at school. It was very, very sad. Totally, <laughs> it was a sad story for Wayne. Was it, was, it, Jordan? it was sad. For, <laughs> it was sad for him. But we, yeah, he went by a nickname for the majority of his life. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we he say? It? <laughs> no, we won't it's tell like that, that ad. You know, uh, that, is it for insurance or whatever? It's like, oh, we're going to name the new baby Callum, but their surname's Murray. It's like uh, Callum Murray. Callum Murray. Callum Murray. Yeah, Callum Murray. Can't be doing that. You got to test all avenues. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Sorry to you, Wayne Kerr. We go to Nikki <laughs> on thirteen ten sixty. Nikki, naughty names. What do you got for us? My name's Nikki. Um, my nieces and nephews, when they were young, about two and three, couldn't say Auntie Nikki, so they said Auntie Licky, but I happen to be lesbian. <laughs> do you want to take this one, Ducker, or do you want me to? Arnie Licky. Oh, That's fantastic. Oh, you hit me out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming, Nikki. Oh, do we I give Nikki the pink coming. tickets now? Holy what hell. do we do? I happen to be lesbian. Sorry, the funny thing about that, kids, is <laughs> Arnie Licky. Oh, Arnie oh, Licky. That's Licky. sensational. Oh, that's so funny. That is oh, just. Oh, well. I don't, you've, you've left, there's so much low-hanging fruit. I don't know what to do. No, I don't, I, oh. That's wonderful. Nikki, that is fan, you are fantastic. Thank you for getting involved. You've made. You have made my so Monday. So you said that was when they were little, but did that catch on? Are you just Arnie Licky now? No, no. no I'm, no. I'm just Arnie Nicky now, Arnie but Licky. my mum and dad are named Richard and Wilma. So dad is Dick and no. she is Willie, so they introduce themselves as Dick and Willie, a pair of dicks. <laughs> you have a gift that keeps on giving. I know. I need those pink tickets. And it's all true. Oh, Licky, they keep it coming your way. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. On Friday, went and go, went to go see the new Dune movie. Now, you don't know. You haven't watched Dune. Doesn't seem like my cup of tea, Nah, you wouldn't like You'd hate it. Sci-fi. It's one of my favourite movies. The first one was one of the greatest movies of the last decade. And Can I, you give me a quick synopsis? Not really, because it... Uh, I've got no the, concept. I see a lot of sand. There's a lot of sand. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's desert. like outer world. They're mining. I can't really give you a, a synopsis. Star Wars? Not, not kind of. It's sort of like, I'd call the modern day version of sort of Star Warsy and Lord of the Rings type vibe. Oh, okay. 
Okay. Um, but it's a sci-fi film. If you're not into that stuff, so be it. I was very excited for the second one. It had been a few years between drinks. Yeah. So I was very keen to see the second one. These big epic movies take so long to make. They do. And I like going to the movies to support the cinema industry still because, as you know, with streaming and stuff, lots of people don't. Mm. Uh, and this is a film that you have to see in the movies. You want to see on the big screen. You want to see on the big screen. The giant sandworms coming out and you can see Timothy Chalamet's face blowing up on the big screen. Mm. Zendaya. Anyway, Morgan and I were so excited to see this film. I've been waiting, like, for months. And when it came out Friday, we booked our tickets. We were VMAX. We're like, yep, can't wait to go oh, see you went it. the big, big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to immerse myself in it. It was like a, we went at 4 o'clock in the afternoon as well because it's long. It was like three and a bit hours. Oh, Jesus, so yeah. So we, you, you go know, in when it's light, but yeah. you come out, it's dark. And then you can get dinner after rather <laughs> yeah. than the other way around. We're seeing the movie. Like, I'm super excited. Morgan's excited. There was probably, like, maybe only... Eight to ten people in the cinema. I guess it's a bit of a weird time. It's a weird time. Yeah. And Morgan goes, it was so funny. She goes, oh, geez, I haven't seen the cinemas. Uh, we haven't been to a movie. The cinema's been busy in ages. Mm. As she has said that, I swear, Q, 30, I'm not even exaggerating, teenage boys in school uniform enter the, enter the cinema. Oh, four o'clock, of course. School's just got out. They've just finished school. They're big Shamalamalam fans. They must be loving their sci-fi. Hey, they're big June fans. That's, that's what I was hoping anyway. And they're supporting cinema. And that's what I was hoping too. They were very rowdy. They've come in post-school and I've been a teenage boy seeing movies with their mates before and, you know. 30, that's like the whole class. It, there were so many of them. Like, it was wild. And they all came in and they were all sitting in the middle section and then some people took other people's seats and there was a whole, and they were being loud and they were obviously all talking. This is the trailers are on at this point. Yeah, yeah. So it was fine. But as they've sat there and we're watching more and more trailers, they start talking more and they're sort of being a bit rowdy and, you know. What's the etiquette there? Are you like, technically, the movie hasn't started. It hasn't started, but started yet. you might be curious about what this next George Clooney rom-com is <laughs> and you want to get a taste. I, I don't care during the trailers, but I was starting to get a bit antsy because I was like... They're not settling. They're not settling. And, <laughs> and I've been looking forward to this movie since 2021. Like, <laughs> I want to see this film. And I turned to Morgan and they were being a bit noisy. And it was, you know, in the cinemas, they go dark and then it gets darker. Yes. When the film's about to start. As it gets darker, one of them goes like, ooh, like something like that. Oh, no. He's trying to get a laugh. And I turned to Morgan. This is where I really want to punch myself in the face because I was so like pent up. And I turned to Morgan and I say, if they ruin my film experience, I will tell them to shut up. <laughs> and Morgan's like, okay. Morgan's like, ooh, pipe down, Chachi. <laughs> are you going to you, you tell them to shut are up, you big boy? Actu- were you actually like, I will take on 30 high school boys? Is there a, besides maybe a group of high school girls, I don't know if there's a more terrifying group. I know. And, and when I'll, they've got a pack of them. It's just so funny because I was like, if they ruin my film experience, I'll tell them. I'll tell him to shut oh, up. Get the manager. <laughs> I'll complain to the teenager working outside. Yeah, to the probably younger kid than this group. It was just, it was, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, what has happened to me? Oh, you used to be one of them, Ducko. I did. And you are now completely on the other side I of, know. The, of the fence, of the pasture. I know. Oh, you're the old man complaining I about know. the youth. I know. I felt so embarrassed. But to the boys' credit, they were totally fine. As soon as it started. As soon as it started, okay. they were immersed into it. They were, they were great Movie film viewers to watch with. Yes. Uh, they loved it. They were Where quite. Are high schoolers getting the money to pay for the cinema. <laughs> I don't know. It was they've right saved on up. They've, you know, yeah. probably made it a whole thing. The boys' group chat was blowing up. It was popping off. And there's old man Ducko shaking his fist at them. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you ruin my cinema experience? <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. You might think, oh my God, I'm getting married. How amazing if we could actually get Ed Sheeran to sing Perfect for our first dance. That he's, would be He's probably so never cool. been. Asked, Probably you know. never been asked. Oh my god, wouldn't it be amazing to have James Blunt to actually do? You know, you're beautiful. <laughs> goodbye, my lover. Goodbye. Mm, at a wedding, might be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe at you know a funeral if you could actually get James Blunt. That up would there. be fantastic. Wouldn't that be amazing? He would play a funeral too. He but, would. Yeah, yeah. But to the average, you know, Australian average person. You know, probably not going to happen. You could dream, you could fantasise. You'd be more likely to get Paulini or Guy Sebastian, I think. You know what? And even then, you yeah. might be wondering, God, but how much would they charge? And yeah. would it be worth it? Well, Remember Daryl Braithwaite was doing uh, some weddings, singing the horses at weddings. That's right. Like last Popping year? up. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know if it was ever a real charge. If you can do a quick Google, yeah. how much could you... Do you have to pay Daryl Braithwaite to have pop up at your wedding? Yeah. Um, because for the world's elite, for the world's one percenters, or not even the zero 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 point one percenters, when money is no objective, you can make these things a reality. 
making headlines this week, Ducko, mm. for India's richest man. Oh, yes. Uh, Rihanna just popped up. <laughs> Not even for the wedding, but a pre-wedding celebration for Anant Ambani, the son of Indian billionaire Mukesh Ambani. Of course. He was marrying the love of his life, Radhika Merchant, and they love Riri. So she popped up in India on Friday night for the first big live performance since basically the Super Bowl. We've not seen Riri do anything live. She's certainly not toured. Uh, now, this guy's worth $113 billion. So clearly, money is wow. no object. Because he would have to pay a bit to get Rihanna You'd there. You'd have to was pay it in a India? bit. It was in India. Yeah. She did quite a few songs. Look, there's some reports about it being lacklustre. So, well, I, mean, I mean, if you're rocking up to a party getting paid a million dollars, but where am I? Whose birthday is it? Well, apparently she got $5 million. $5 million. And it was full production. We're talking backup dancers, full staging, lighting. Again, the guy's worth $113 billion. He can put on a bit of a show. Um, but for Riri, $5 million. Not the first celebrity to do a private show. Hey, you remember when Katy Perry was papped at Taylor Swift's Sydney concert? Yep. It's because apparently she was in town to do a private gig. Don't have reports how much Katy was paid. Because Daryl, it says here, Shaga put in Daryl Braithwaite, 16 grand a night. A little, well, bit, a little bit cheaper than Rihanna. A little Rihanna. bit cheaper than Touch Rihanna. Touch cheaper. Um, and a little bit cheaper than some of these other artists, Ducko. Jennifer Lopez, she did a private gig in Turkmenistan. Who's, who's I, getting J-Lo out there? Well, apparently this was bad because... Apparently he was a dictator and she had to apologise. Uh, but she got paid between a million and 1.5 million. Three songs she did. Three songs wow. she did. But let's get loud and two other bangers. That reeks of like you're sitting on the couch, your agent calls you and offers it to you and you're like... Ugh. Mate, she's got a couple of kids. She's probably got a mortgage on one of her many houses. Maybe, yeah. you know, that. How do you, how do you turn that down? You can't. Beyonce, you might remember this, a couple of years ago, there was a new hotel opening in Dubai. Oh, yes. And guests were treated to a private Beyonce gig. She was allegedly paid $24 million. What? $24 mil. Your girls, Courtney and Kim Kardashian, both yeah. had Andrea Bocelli at their weddings. Of course. So private gig. They, you know, their culture, a, they love Andrea. Absolutely. That would have been a couple of million. Yeah. The Rolling Stones, you might be thinking, oh, it's all these new age artists. Nah, the Stones did a... Texas Investors birthday party. Yeehaw. Now, we don't have exactly how much the stones were paid, but the whole party cost $7 million. Holy hell. So they would have got a chunk of that. Yeah. And then Miley Cyrus, another Texas Texas gig. A law firm paid Miley Cyrus to come. This was many years ago, kind of just out of her Hannah Montana days. Yeah. And she got reportedly between 200 grand and half a mil. Wow. Which now she's a Grammy Award winner. She could probably charge upwards of a million dollars. Who's your artist that you would charge to get oh, your party? Who would I pay? Well, do you know what? We interviewed James Blunt, speaking of James, yeah. um, around the wedding. I love Bonfire Heart. It's not his biggest song, but I love Bonfire. <laughs> so I don't think anyone knows that. <laughs> do we have it in the How system? How about I just play the one song we've got in the system? We don't even have Bonfire. <laughs> Sorry, mate. We don't have Bonfire Lala. Bonfire Heart is a great song. Um, How does it go? It's, um, wait, you got to turn this off because I can't think of a song okay. when another song's playing. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I love you. Oh, crap. Now I've got bo- goodbye, my lover in my head. You'll get there. I love your bonfire. Huh? Yeah, something about a spark and a flame. If you refresh it, duck it. Oh, oh, great work, there. shy guy. In, in here. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I would have paid easily maybe, uh, I don't know, 500 to get a bit of bonfire heart as I walk down the aisle. <laughs> This is, it's going to be worth it. No, oh Bon, B-O-N, F, F. We know you're not great at spelling at the best of times. It's I, not there. I it's there. It, I don't think I it's there, I can see mate. it. Where? At the bottom. Oh, at the oh, bottom. Yeah, there, okay, there, ready, there. go. Okay, hold on. Imagine me walking do down the aisle to this. Days like these. Oh, I do know this song. Yes. Nights like this lead to love like us. You light a spark in my bottle. I could see this. 500? Maybe a grand. <laughs> James Blunt's probably going to need more than $1,000 to come to your wedding to sing Bonfire Heart. Why? why? I'd let him stay for a meal. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Quiz with a twist. It's all pretty self-explanatory, right? Yeah. It's a quiz... With a twist. With a tw- can't explain it much better than that. Every time we try and explain it, we all get we, fumbled and we can't do trip it. over our tongues. Shy Guy's going to give us a couple of questions with an extra little twist. Mm. Uh, you can't say basically what he said, which makes it hard because exactly. you always want to say what's it, in your well, mind. It plants a seed 
Yeah. But the seed is poisonous. Because you pre-answer that question. Yeah. Really and then I give do. you the thing and you're like, oh, I can't say that. Damn what it, do I say? Damn it, damn yeah. it. Uh, it's a bit of fun. Play along at home or in the vehicle, wherever you are. With your family in the car. With your family. <laughs> or alone. Uh, that's, that's First question. Okay. Something you put in a salad, not lettuce or tomatoes. Cucumber. <sighs> yep. I wasn't ready. Like that. wasn't ready. <laughs> I was the just... The twist with the twist, babe. I'm over here pressing your buttons. Avocado, <laughs> olives, onions. Yeah, no, thanks. Uh, spinach, radish. Yeah. Thank no, you. Literally anything. Yeah, literally <laughs> anything. You could, put, you could just say chips and I'll be... Yep. Oh, you could have said... I could have said like... Anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just said not lettuce or tomatoes. You did. But all, all right. I could think of was lettuce and tomatoes. Exactly. Quiz That's the twist, the twist all right. baby. <laughs> I need to... Was that a warm-up? Was that real? No, that was real. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> we had four weeks of warm-up. That was warm-up for the people listening. Next okay, question. come on, come on. An American Idol judge, not Simon Cowell or Katy Perry. Paula Abdul. Who's that? <laughs> Who is that? Is she? Is that a judge? Is she a judge? Is Keith Urban? List. Keith Urban? Keith Urban was, yeah. Very I'll good. Take that. Do you know who Paula Abdul? <laughs> no. Firstly, you're going to need to triple check. She definitely was a judge on So You Think You Can Do oh, okay. That wasn't the question. <laughs> I understand that, but I have a feeling there may have been some crossover. Just double check. Because everyone knows... She's a dancer. Everyone knows Australian Idol judges in our own country, Wait, let alone America. Yeah, well, legit. <laughs> no, Paul Abdul. Oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hold the phone. Hang on. Has Paul... Abdul was one of the original judges on the television shows at American Idol from 2002 to 2009. Okay. <laughs> she knows oh. her early noughties. You, you didn't know that one. I did. Well, Google didn't know because I've got Randy Jackson, Nicki Minaj, uh, J Lo, Lionel go Richie, deep Luke with Bryan. me, babe. You but you didn't know. You, that was Lionel another Richie. show. You're just getting your wires no, crossed. No, no. I had a feeling, oh. Ducko, and I played oh, that right. feeling. Oh, I'll have to. You said that before. I was one. It was I just did. one all. <clears throat> nah, it's, it's two nil. <laughs> ah, that's all right. Name a movie involving alcohol that isn't The Hangover. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I'll take that. Very nice. I'm com- I'm, I've got a vengeance now. I need yep. a fire, baby. Yep. Paula Abdul's pissed him off. Come on. <laughs> I want to go. Let's go. All right. And a, an island within Australia, not Hamilton Christmas. Island. Christmas. Yeah. 3-1. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. For I mean, the win, won, Jessica. Anyway, for the win. No, you're, you're playing gonna... for fun now. Well, uh, well, how many questions are there? We're going to one more question. Well, you always have less questions. Because <laughs> of time. Well, I mean, you are there giving us every idol judge in the history. That could wrap things up quicker. Yeah. Padding. All right. Padding? You said time. <laughs> what if, oh, I'm working with idiots. Last question. Shut okay. up, Keith. <laughs> Someone who performed in Australia in the last 30 days who wasn't Taylor Swift. Pink. Oh. Could that that was Ducko takes it. I see it's still three Winchester two. Still wins. <laughs> ah, how many questions do you normally do? Five. That was five. Have we always done five? Oh, seven. Oh, I wanted Sometimes to go for longer. Seven, yeah. Five is good for a four minute segment. And well, <laughs> well it depends how much ten seconds depends off how much from that. background you're giving us into it. it you know enough to hey, we had to triple check Paul Abdul. Ducko, you don't want to win on false pretenses, oh, do you? That is so annoying. <laughs> that is that's that's ruined right, my go. guy. Well, you another no, search no. engine that isn't Google. Yahoo. Jeebs. <laughs> Jess has still won it. Did you say Jeebs? It's Jeebs. Uh, oh, shut up, shy guy. Sort your quiz out, mate. Come with better questions. It's quiz American with a twist. I hate this game. Jess and Ducko. Who's my favourite actor? DiCaprio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love Leo. Always loved Leo. Your favourite film, or one of at least? Yes. Blood Diamond starring... DiCaprio. DiCaprio, also in it. Great actor. Leo's coming to a bit of fire. Now, we know Leo uh, loves loves a lady 25 years and under. Yeah. Have we actually got that definitively from Leo, or are we just looking at his track Just track history. Track People have just done the average, like they've done the pie chart, the average age of yes. the ladies and where he sits and what he normally likes dating, and he only really dates models. That's, well, I mean... I'll get it. Yeah. He's a good-looking rooster himself. Yeah. Um, and that's who he is attracted to, who's attracted to him. Yep. But, yeah, he's literally broken up with women days after their like, 25th yep. birthday. And now, granted, maybe they had a fight. Yeah. But it just is a know. little bit mm, – it's, it's more than a coincidence Cause now. He's, I think he's in his 40s, Leo. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he is. Mm-hmm. Should I go and Google that one? Um, so, anyway, he, he was sitting in a club uh, where he saw Playboy model Heike Konings, obviously. Okay, and how old's Heike? Heike is 22. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Leo's 49. Oh, damn. So, Leo's sitting in this club. Presumably, he's just sitting there, looks at Heike. Sell me this pen. Um, <laughs> Goes over to her. That's obviously his opening line. Obviously. She's like, I'm 22. What's the wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at her. He says, the king of the world. Oh, as if Heike. 
Becky knows Titanic. She's 22. Yeah. She says, I love you in the Titanic. He says, thank you. Um, and then... <laughs> And they, then they start hooking up. No, Heike would only know Leo from his work with the environment. So true. He's more And he's as, Leo, more as Leo always says. I've never been a fan of the bush, to be honest. So. Well, unlike him, he does a lot. You know what he's a fan of? The Great Barrier Reef. He is ba- he's a big fan of the Barrier Reef. The big bush, reef though, guy. Not huge. So he's there, he's there with uh, Heike. They're hooking up. They're tongue ah. punching. He basically says, um, they kiss for a while, she says. And he said, hey, do you want to come back to mine? She said no. Apparently he reacted very shocked. Oh. He wasn't used to it. But then he said... I respect that because Heike she said, was like, "No, thank you." Because she said, I, "I don't know you well enough." Then Leo said, "You're the most amazingly, astounding, wonderful girl that I've ever known." Keyword girl. Uh, <laughs> and then, anyway, Heike's now come out and since said, "I didn't think his kissing was very good." Why would I go home with a bloke if he can't even kiss well? Exactly. Oh my! And so she goodness. said, apparently his tongue punching wasn't that good. He's had a lot of experience. I would have thought so. I would have thought so. You know what the issue is, Ducko? What's this that? is what happens with celebrities. This yeah. is, we saw it with Bieber. We've seen it with a lot of young stars as well. No one brings them back down to earth. Right. So no, no one's, one's giving him telling yes. Leo the truth because he's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Like he's had long-term partners, not long, like. We think long, but yeah, like, like more months. than a couple of months. <laughs> but still, no one has said, ah, maybe the technique, Leo, we need to fine tune. The lizard, the poke in the and poke out. The poke lizard's too much. Too You're sol- going too hectic. Did Heike go into detail? Well, too he- much saliva, perhaps. She didn't go into detail. She just said he Damn. wasn't a very good kisser. His skills were off. Then Leo said, so stupid. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Just got up, her. Just got Fair up, her. Yeah, he's like, don't, I, don't out me. I think being called about kiss is one of the peak insults. It's absolutely like there's nothing. Well, it's like you, you smell. It it's is. Like, oh god, it cuts. Because I feel like you can't learn kissing. You're either good at kissing or you're not. You don't reckon you could learn? I don't think so. Oh, see, I reckon you can learn. I think it's a skill that, and you know, a, a kind, patient partner can give you some tips. Yeah, and you know, practice. Do you remember your very first kiss? Yes, because it wasn't good. Yeah, only Dreadful. because you know I don't like chewing gum. Not a chewing gum fan. Oh, so they have gum in their mouth. Well, they had gum, but before he lent in, he went. Oh, and spat it into the garden bed. A, why didn't you marry him? <laughs> we were outside a shopping centre. <laughs> And he spat it into the garden, and then all I could taste was spearmint. You were outside Westfield. We were out, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, he sp- and we're on the ramp, you know, yeah, the yeah, ramp yeah, that goes yeah. up to the car park? Yeah. And he spat it into the garden bed. Daniel, good morning to you. <laughs> but I, that the, the spearmint and the spit. Didn't get you going. And it, it was even raining, Ducko. I thought this is going to be the most romantic moment of my life. Yeah, and it never was works. more traumatizing. I, I get it. Do you rate yourself as a kisser? Uh, Can we reach out to Leo and say, Bruz, Leo, let me give you some tips. Leo, come on. The duck man help you, you know, learn how to tongue punch. Do you punch. rate yourself? Um, I think I'd be an okay kisser now. Obviously, I wasn't to start with. Yeah. So maybe you can learn. I think so. Maybe you can learn, but I still feel like it's a natural thing because it's how much tongue you use, how much you're pulling back, how much you're going forward. That's right. How much is your teeth involved? And, you, and it's probably the answer things, should be no. Your mum and dad can give you the birds and bees chat, but they can't give you the tongue chat. I wouldn't want them no. teaching me no. about that stuff. That would <laughs> Lisa be. Fartioni teaching you how to kiss would be one of the great chats. She'd be there with her mouth open. They're coming up to visit. I'm going to sit her down and say, Ma, I've had some feedback from Angus. I'm not a very good kisser. Who can I trust more than you? And I'll see if she can give me a a play-by-play. Because she loves a wee bar. You know what I mean? She loves it. And her and my dad have been happily married for going on 35. Very happily married. She's doing something good. So maybe you can ask your mum for some kissing techniques. I'll ask my mum for kissing. Fantastic. We'll circle back. (laughs) Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. On it. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. We come back to you if there is time. Uh, stepping up today, we have Angela. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. May we call you Ange? Angie? Of course, I'd prefer Ange. Ange, <laughs> right. let's do it. What would you like to spend $10,000 on, Ange? Um, I'd probably pay some bills off and go on a holiday somewhere. Love it. Ooh, nice. Love yep. it. Well, the, um, the letter that you just need to embrace and conquer, mm. Ange, it's I. Oh. I, I for igloo. Okay. Okay. Yep. You got this. Oh, okay. Angie's a serious customer. She is. You can tell she's going into game mode. She's going into game mode. No. She's practiced. Yeah. I don't no. know about practice, but okay. we'll see how we go. Come on, Angie. Oh, she's got good vibes. Yeah. Your time will start after the first question, Angie. Let's do it. Starting with the letter okay. I. We need you to name something you use every day. Iron. A wrapper. 
Pass. A sports team. Uh, pass. A hotel chain. IBS. A colour. Indigo. A film franchise. Um, oh, pass. Something sweet. Icing sugar. A body part. Eyes. Oh, no. A, a nursery rhyme. <laughs> pass. A fashion brand. Ah, damn it. Well, we got through all 10 questions. We did get through all 10 questions. That's a feat in itself. We got ourselves four. They were tough, though. I mean, we'll go through. You got four. A rapper you missed out on. Iggy Azalea, a sports team, uh, Inter Milan, the Indiana Pacers. They're a bit tough, though. Film franchise, Indiana Jones, you could have had. A body part. You went for the eye. It was, you know, that's (laughs) what comes to mind. Normal. Normal intestine or the index finger. And you'd be forgiven for not getting that. Wow. Uh, a nursery rhyme, Itsy Bitsy Spider, and a fashion brand, Ivy, Ice. Yeah. Ange, can I just clarify something? Yeah. For hotel yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave it to did her. Did you say IBS? Or yeah, did you say I said Ibis? it wrong. She meant to say Ibis. I meant to say Ibis. Yeah, I got you, and I gave it to you because I knew what you were doing. And anyone who brings up IBS on the radio has my full support. Yeah. That's, why I, like gave it. That's why I gave it to you, You're Edge. a woman after Ducko's <laughs> I, like, I know she means Ibis, but I'm, I'm also going to give it for the Irritable Bowel Syndrome hotel chain that we all say it. Wouldn't that be a fun hotel? <laughs> yeah, I was done. I had the giggles. I was done. Uh, oh, that was great. Hey, you have $100 to spend at sanity.com. .au, your home of everything Ooh. entertainment. You can do some great stuff with that voucher. That is all yours, okay? Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Ange. Uh, we'll you're stay, we'll stay at the IBS hotel, hotel another time, okay, Ange? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that hotel. <laughs> Smelly? Oh, oh, well. Hope they've got good piping. Jess and Ducko. What do you want to apologise to your mum for? Now, I appreciate there might be some heavy stuff. Yeah. Keep that for your therapist. You don't want that, mate. Yeah, keep, yeah, yeah, keep that to them. We want things like Jaden, who said, my brother and I saw a prank show where they rubbed their mum's toothbrush on a bar of soap. We did that for three years. Mummy. <laughs> Sorry, mum. I want things like Jaden's confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because Ducko, a comedian online, her name is Elise Patton. Okay, she sort of started this uh, on TikTok, actually. She's had over 90,000 views, 1,000 comments, people going, oh, God. I've got the guilts. Yeah. This is Elise talking about now in her 30s, what she looks back on and goes, God, really need to apologize to mum. Just thinking about how growing up, like my mom would want to talk to her girlfriends after church for, God forbid, 20 minutes. Like <laughs> she never gets to talk to these girls because she had five kids that she takes care of 24 7. And we would act as if she was skinning us alive. <laughs> she literally has to watch us all the time. I remember she would be talking to a friend, I would say, car now. Can yeah. you imagine, there you are with five kids trying to have a quick chat to Betsy after yeah. church and your kids are saying, car, now. I want to go, mum. I'm so bored. Thankfully, Elise in her 30s has looked back. Now, Elise hasn't said if she's become a mother herself and right. that's made her realise. Mm. I know, I mean, my daughter's only four months old, ducko, and already I look at her and think, if you do to me <laughs> what I do to my mum, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah. I actually did have this conversation with my mum just recently saying, I'm sorry. I was such a big B. Such a Particularly 50. Wait till, you're, wait till Lucy oh, is like a teenager and you're karma, actually going through it. Karma is going to bite me on the ass and I deserve it, yeah. Ducko, because of what I put my mum through. So I need to apologise for basically my whole teenage teenage years. Right. Not answering the phone, sneaking out, her finding empty beds. Oh, like, sneaking out, yeah. Oh, terrible, I mean, I was guilty of that. Terrible. You know. Um, but I really like some of the contributions, as I said. Good. Um, sweaty Molesack. <laughs> Has commented. Huh? Yeah, what's Sweaty Mole up to? Sweaty Mole has said, my angel of a mother wouldn't buy me a candy necklace that I saw at the shops one time, so I licked the wrapper so she had to buy it. In the shops too. In the shops. Just cracked Made it. Made eye contact. Well, I licked the wrapper so she obviously had was obligated to purchase the candy the candy necklace. I uh, I must apologise to my mum. Talk to me. When, you know, back, it's obviously in primary school and stuff, you do show and tell. Yes. Uh, obviously, I'd always forget about it. We'd rock up on the Monday, I'd be up for show and tell, so I would just make up just complete and utter lies. Okay. Well, I made your first four... four foray into improvisation. Ah, there you go. (laughs) Very good. I came on one time and I said that we bought a horse. We had a horse as a pet and we had a new horse. We got a horse at Woodrow on the weekend. Got a horse. Got a horse. Well, that's a hell of a story. That's a hell of a story. And then my mum picked me up that day and the teacher's (laughs) like, oh my God, Doug was just telling us we got a horse. And mum's like, what? I looked at mum just smiling and she went with it. 
She so you ran made with your it. sweet mum lie yep. to the teacher. Yep. Every time I would tell Lion Chantel, she ran with it. Dad broke his arm a few times. <laughs> She's got her boys back, hey? Yeah. She was like, oh, yes, we did get a horse. She'd give me a, a lecture in the car. I'm like, mum, just relax. It's just a bit of fun. <laughs> Probably put her in such an awkward position. To, you know, parent-teacher interviews come yeah. in. She's like, now, what were all the lies <laughs> yeah, that Ducko yeah. told the teacher? How's Chris's I've got arm? And how's that horse of yours? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would do it all the time. I love it. 13, 10, 60. What do you now as an adult look back and go, geez, really would love to apologise to my mum for that one. Sorry, mummy. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. 13, 10, 60 right now. We're just apologising to mum. We are apologising to mum. A woman online, Elise Patton, she's had uh, about 90,000 views on her apology to mum and has sparked a bit of a, a, bit of a movement. Mm. Now, as a 30-year-old woman, she realises, God... I was annoying. God, me and my siblings were brats. Just so many things you did when you were kids. Totally. I used used to hide from mum in the backyard so she couldn't find me to the point where she'd panic. And then you'd you'd watch her panic and almost be in tears and then you'd think it was hilarious. So funny you say that. My friend Bella came over the other day and we were talking. She was asking, you know, now that you're a mum, you know, how has your perspective shifted? I went, one of the big ones is, God, I was annoying as a kid and I owe my mum an apology. She goes, I apologise to my mum once a week. Because she vividly remembers being three at a shopping centre and hiding under a clothes rack, thinking she was playing hide and seek. And her mum got, like, literally broke down. She's screaming. She's crying, yelling out, Bella, Bella. And she just thought it was a funny little game to the point that she gave her mum a, you know, panic attack. She goes, once a week I apologise to my mum for that incident. That happened, you know. (laughs) 25 years ago. You know, I, I used to love going to Woolies because they can do the page on Woolies. And I used to run away from mum, run up to the sh- like to the attendants and get them to call my mum <laughs> in the shops at Woolies. Paging Kate you to aisle lost. four, check out Kate. <laughs> Would have made her feel like such a <laughs> Yeah, she was just like, uh. You owe your mum. You owe your mum a few letters, maybe some cash. I don't know. She gets it. You <laughs> know, it's all it. good. Uh, let's go to Jacob on 131060. Good morning, Jake. How are you going? Yeah, good, thank you. Do you need to apologise to mum for something? Oh, I sure do. Yeah, you know, when you go through the shopping centre and you see that childhood brat that just mm. won't shut up, mm-hmm. like, I'll put it, I'll chuck a hand up there and... That was yeah, you? sorry, mum. Yeah. Yeah. Just yelling out, not being quiet. Yeah, absolutely. Being, and there's nothing, there's nothing worse than seeing the parents and the kids oh. doing that, and you're like, oh, that sucks. I know, it just sucks. Oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Stephanie, 131060, you apologising to your mum? Yeah, I definitely need to. <laughs> well, what was your worst offence, Steph? Well, I used to go out in the middle of the night and sneak food Snip. out of the cupboard or yeah. the pool snack. Um, and, yeah, I used to like eat quite a lot of them. And I really, really feel bad about it now because my kids are doing it to me. <laughs> Karma, yeah. man. Karma. Yeah. And mum would wake up and go, where's all me Maltesers? Yeah, I've got nothing for the kids' lunch. There's no LCM bars. Stephanie's there just giggling. <laughs> So we got raccoons. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, Emily on 131060, what do you need to apologise to mum for? I would like to say sorry, mum, for all the years that she couldn't use the telephone because I wanted to be on Emerson. Oh, that is a great one. <laughs> oh, dial up that internet. Is a great I love one. that. It's yeah. like, Emily, sweetheart, I just need to call Nan. Maybe it's her birthday. No, mum. No, mum. How could you do that? I need to go on Emerson and see my friends that I've been at school with all, all day. day. Yeah, uh, Literally, I thought I was going to die if I didn't talk to them on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> and you were such a loser if you didn't get to chat to them. Exactly. If you weren't on that afternoon, oh, that's, that's a great one. Em, thank you for getting involved. And, ooh, I like this one, Ducko. Yes. Someone is clearly very ashamed yeah. uh, that they've had to remain anonymous. Hello, anonymous. Hello, hello. Now, mind you, I carried out this criminal activity when I was 15, and I'm 30 now, and I could still get in trouble. So, okay. with okay. that being said... Um, I broke my mum's very expensive ancient vase, and all I did, I put it together just enough, and I put it on the table it was on, and I moved the table just slightly, so when she goes under the table to mop like she usually does, she will hit the table, and it will fall down. Sure enough, the very next day, she hits the table, it falls down, I quickly go and say, oh mum, that is absolutely okay, you make mistakes, I wrapped it up in a plastic bag, and we still have it in our house. (laughs) That is that, genius. How old do you that, reckon you were anonymous? I was 15, now I'm 30 and I can 15. still get in trouble for it. And so your mum doesn't know still to this day? Nope, she thinks she broke her family heirloom. And so now they've just got pieces of it in a bag. That how is absolute How often do you lie in bed, mastery. anonymous, how often do you lie in bed and think about that at night? 
Um, I didn't sleep last night, thank you. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. It's a Monday. I'm not enjoying it, but I had a great win on the weekend. Whether it is a large win, maybe, you know, you met the love of your life. Maybe you secured that that promotion. Yep. Maybe your kid kicked a goal at the sport. Or <laughs> it was a, a goal at the sport. <laughs> or maybe, so broad, nice. Maybe it was a tiny win, like... Geez, I got that little piece of apple that's been stuck in the wire of my braces. Oh, out. yeah, that would be annoying. It'd be annoying, boy, when you finally relieved that. Yeah. That I, finally a got a, I finally got a cream for my rash and it went away. I've tried so many creams. Tried everything. Uh, but you know what my win was? Finding the right cream. We want to celebrate those wins because I don't think we live, you know, we don't live in the positive enough. We get bogged down. Yeah, we get caught up in it. So what we're going to do on 131060 is celebrate the large, the medium, the small weekend wins. Ducko, did you have one? I do have one. Uh, Mine's pretty basic, actually. So we'll celebrate the weekend win. Rugby League was back on the weekend. Won't talk about my team's result, Jess. It doesn't matter. What matters, it was back and I had something to do on a Sunday Arvo. The Broncos might not have won, yes. but it was a win for Rugby it was, League. It was a win for Rugby League. A, I, win for, a win for sport coming back on the TVs. I love this for you, Ducker. Can I tell you my weekend Of course win? you can. One of the longest, most tedious conversations that is, you know, it's every day in my house. Mm. What's for dinner? Oh. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's oh. for dinner? Well, we had a big day yesterday, just a bit of mucking around and I was tired. I had a nap towards dinner time, woke up. My husband was pulling dinner out of the oven. He'd made the decision, cooked the meal, and it was ready upon my awakening. Yeah! It was a bloody pasta bacon. Mate. It was beautiful. Give the man, build the man a statue. That is my weekend win. My husband just just deciding it, getting it done. And doing it. And you wake up. The thing about you is you'd wake up, you'd eat the dinner, then you'd go back to bed. <laughs> What's your weekend win? Yes. I mean, maybe you're like Natalie who went to Spotlight and bought fabric for her project. Oh. It's a weekend is that, win. Is for that Nat- Natalie or producer Shy Guy? No. It's the same person. It's my Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything, 131060, more chances at pink tickets with Draw Light on Friday. Call of Fame, get involved. Jess and Ducko. Wow, winning. The weekend might be over, Ducko, but that doesn't mean we can't hold on to those little wins Hell yeah. and carry us through, you know, sometimes the slump that is Monday. Uh-huh. It's going to be hard-pressed to beat Brianna's, though. Well, she can't. She got in touch on the Jess and Ducko Instagram page. Yeah. She said, I bought a bag of ice from the servo, but I dropped it. Instant crushed ice. What a win for me. <laughs> that is actually brilliant. Because the worst part about getting the party ice is how, having to break it up. Oh, I know. Having to do that slam in front of everyone and yeah. it's just loud and obnoxious. And everyone always has a better technique for the slam. Brianna's saying it got done for me just by slipping out of my hand. That is perfect. Great one. We go to Josh. Good morning, Josh. Morning. How are you going? Oh, mate, good. What's your weekend win? Uh, my weekend win was I went down to Ludnam, showed a sheepdog trial. Yeah. I ran a 99 out of 100 in the first round and a 97 out of 100 in the final. Stop it. Stop it. Joshy. I mean, that's not far off 100 out of 100. So. That is. Do you, do you ever get scores that high, Josh? No, that's the highest scores I've got. Congratulations. That's a bloody And congratulations win. to the dog. Yes, absolutely. Oh, we can't forget about the dog. Can't forget. What's the dog's I name, know. Josh? Jazz. 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 On your jazz. Fantastic. You're Emily on 131060. M, we're feeling a bit sluggish for a Monday. We want to celebrate your weekend win. Yeah, my um, my three-year-old had been constipated for a few days and she finally got her poo out. Yes, Em. Hey, there's nothing better for you as well. Less tears, right? Sanity. Sanity. Oh, I sanity. love that. Emily's that. watching all the videos, trying to do the stomach manipulation. She's yeah. pumping the legs. Yeah. She's doing it. Bicycle yeah. legs. The bicycle yeah. legs. Finally got it out. Good on you, Em. Uh, uh, relief of constipation. That's oh, a weekend bloody win. Than that. Courtney, what's your weekend win, girlfriend? Yeah, so my weekend win is my son turned two over the weekend and he's obsessed with fire trucks. And where we had his party happened to have had a fire truck. And he got to sit in there and turn the sirens on, and he absolutely loved it. That would be like Christmas Day. Courtney, was the fire truck there because there was a fire, or was it just there for fun reasons? <laughs> no, so there actually happened to have been some picnic event going on, and they just had a fire truck there for the kids giving out some free gifts. Oh. And oh. yeah, they they saw how excited he was, and they let him jump on in and turn the sirens on. That's Brilliant. a bloody win, because now, doesn't Courtney look like super mum? Does, yes. My mum conjured up a fire truck for me. Mum made this happen. And Courtney's just like, yeah, Bang. sure, honey. Yeah. <laughs>
We go to Coral. Uh, weekend wins. Hey, um, went to the shopping centre, come home, was not looking forward to cleaning my car, and hubby had done it. Oh. He detailed it, vacuumed it, waxed it, everything. It was amazing. Waxed it? God. Detailed it? That's it. That is, that's a... And it's a weight car, not even a car. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's a hell of a win. High five in Coral's hubby. Yeah. Now, Ducko, I wouldn't have thought Weekend Wind requires someone to... Be anonymous. Anonymous, but Mm. we we go to an anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. Um, what was your Weekend Win? Uh, we just found out we're pregnant. Oh! And you haven't told your family, I'm presuming, which is why you're anonymous? Yes, 100%. Oh, congratulations. And you're telling your mates, Jess and Ducko, and everyone else, congratulations. Oh, that's wonderful news. That's incredible. That's why you stay. I, I was that curious. Is, that's, I thought I might be getting out of work or something, oh, but pregnancy. I feel, so, I feel very honoured. Anonymous? I, I do feel. I'm, yeah, anonymous, thank you. Thank you for sharing your weekend you. win. Um, there you go, from getting poos out to being, <laughs> having a baby. Yeah, to, to being up the duff. <laughs> congratulations. And let's not forget that woman who went to Spotlight. I, I thought you're going to say, yeah, and the sheepdog. And the sheepdog. Jazz, Jazz the sheepdog. Jazz the sheepdog, getting nearly 100. That's really pepped me up for the week, Ducko. It's got me, guys. It's yeah. going to be a great week, everyone. Amen. That was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is it. The new Mick Crispy. It's the next big thing. Try today at Macca's. Available after 10.30 a.m.